Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to another incredible, exciting, special, special guest episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is Matt, as always, one of the now Trace hosts of the pod. With me, not always, a young lady here on the other side of the planet as well, Maniacal Mags. Mags, how are you? <laughs> I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you, Maddie Cakes. I appreciate that. So, Maniacal Mags, your husband is sitting next to you. He is, how yes. Much, how much did he pay for you to come on this podcast? Are you getting uh, a new car? No. Well, we, we, you know, we already did get that. Kind of, It was like kind of like a birthday present. <laughs> okay, so, okay. So we did. This is you paying the car back. Got it. Got sure. It. Yep, we'll go with that. Okay, all right. So, Mags is here, and as always, Mysterious Mike Talent. How are you, young man? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, nice to have my wife on this, so this should be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun for me, that's for sure. Usually, I'm the one sitting there listening after the podcast is already out there, and I'm like, I would have said this, I would have said that. So, finally, now I get to have my say. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be great. I think think it might have to become somewhat permanent. Although, you know, you got some things going on soon, so I don't know how permanent this will keep going. We'll see. Right. Yeah. We'll see. You're about to get real busy in the world of life. (sighs) Yeah. Man, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I think I need to start off the podcast by apologizing to Mags about uh, the Thunder Force MCU (laughs) reference, because she's going to rip on me right now about the upcoming movie so i'm just getting it out of the way early i i will be ripping yes i will be and i appreciate the apology thank you honey <laughs> you're you're welcome i i did not i took credit when maggie actually was the one who was like hey isn't that mantis mantis f- from uh the mcu i was like i don't oh yep she's like look i just found your mcu tie-in yeah, and I got zero credit when you guys potted about it. So, yeah. Yeah, Here zero. We yep. Well, I apologize, too, for Mike's inappropriate behavior. <laughs> Thanks, because you're in charge of him. Yeah, so. I am. I am. You got to keep your, your leash tighter, buddy. All these miles away, I'm just like, Mike, what's going on here? You know Mags was the one that did it, not you. <laughs> yeah, yep. From now on, most of my MCU tie-ins, I didn't really find it. Oh, Right, the internet will have found it. I think this is the second, maybe third MCU tie-in that I've found. It was this particular gunpowder milkshake, which we will be discussing. So do you think it's because Mike sleeps through like all of the movies? Or <laughs> you know, I don't know. You're just more observant? I cannot say that. No. I don't know. I think I think I've watched the Marvel movies enough to recognize some of the characters um i'm not for those of you who do not know me <laughs> which is pretty much everybody um that's not true i, am not I know necessarily, you you do but the <laughs> listeners don't know me sir so i am not what you would call a film nerd i am your average run-of-the-mill film watcher who most of the time enjoys them because I'm just there for entertainment and would yeah. you say you're film adjacent? I am yeah, I guess so. I'm film adjacent. 
Because I still call them movies. You guys are the film nerds. I'm doing air quotes here, folks. Film nerds. I'm just someone who watches movies and I enjoy them. So, yep. Okay. All right. Well, you've heard it here. (laughs) I'm still pretty sure you're nerdy about other things, though. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yep. Like riding crotch rockets with Mike on the back? (laughs) Definitely. He's my bitch. You heard it. Yeah. You heard it here. I'm not the only one that said it on this podcast. Now. <laughs> yep, yep. I like it back there. It's nice. It's not a lot of you know. I don't have to worry about much. Just hold on. That's you know, right. less, I, I get. I can take all the bugs. Yeah, less good. wind resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just have to hold on and then try not to lean the wrong way. That's it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's the most important thing. All right. So, real film nerds, episode number two hundred and thirty-one. It was my pick, a Netflix original. Gunpowder Milkshake, a.k.a. John Wick for women. (laughs) Mike, go ahead. Give us the rundown. All right, Matt. Um, So this was uh, directed by Navo Papa Shadu (laughs) and written by the same person uh, with uh, Ewan Levisky. And this movie is starring Karen Gillan, Lena Headley. Lena Hedy. Lena Headley. <laughs> There's no Al Mike. Hedy. Hedy. <laughs> All right. It's like Hedy L- Lamar. All right. Headley. Anyway. Headley. Sorry. Carla uh, mm, Grigino. Michelle Yu. Uh, Paul Giamatti. Um. Yeah. And Oh come on, Angela Bassett. Jesus, you can't leave her out. Oh yeah, yeah, Angela Bassett. Yeah. He didn't he didn't scroll over far enough to see her. Oh, I didn't yeah. have to scroll. I know she's a well-known actress. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> there goes my nerd. Yep. Yep, yeah. you're no longer a nerd, you're just a geek. Nerd status revoked. All right. Uh, three generations of women fight back against those who could take everything from them. Boom. There it is. All right. Well, uh, we'll go with Mag's first impressions. Oh, man. No pressure. All right. I, I really enjoyed this film. <laughs> um, I thought it was great to see a bunch of women kicking ass, um, especially kicking ass of men that was pretty fun um i liked some of the comedy in it i i thought it was a uh, very well done very different with the um okay see this is where i'm just like an average movie watcher like the style i don't even know what you call the style of it kind of kill billish no you're getting it you're doing it you're doing it right yep all right um yeah that that's my impression i i really enjoyed this movie it's a good time Mike, you want to go next? Or you want me to? Uh, sure, I can go next. Yeah, like uh, Mag said, it's it's kind of Kill Bill ish mixed with John Wick, and it's it's pretty stylized. There's a lot of blue and reds used a lot in this movie. Um, it was very, I don't know. I I thought it was fun. I thought this movie was great. I was pleasantly surprised with how how good it was and and kind of fun and different all right well i get to be the asshole then 
Oh, sweet. Bring it, Matt. (laughs) No, I picked the movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought it was uh, tons of action. I think it's almost too much of a clone of John Wick in a lot of aspects. So, for instance, in John Wick, uh, I'll try not to get into spoilers too much, but in John Wick, they have the... um, uh, the colonial, I think, or whatever, the hotel where everybody stays, and that's where you get your stuff and your guns and all that stuff. Well, clearly, that's what the library is in this film. It's very similar. It's trying to hide of what it is. Um, having the firm in this film, you know, which is an organization where they have, you know, an organization in John Wick where it's all assassins. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's not super original. Uh, the way that they did the things was really cool. Uh, I really liked the book gimmick, which we'll get into later. The problem with that is they just kept doing it over and over and over and over and over. It's like, okay, great. Do it three times. That's enough, not 25. Um, One thing I really enjoyed, much like you guys have said, the style, the cinematography, I really enjoyed. It's very colorful. It's very bright. Uh, They shot it in almost like a dreamlike state. It's uh, bigger than life. It's uh, more dramatic. It's just... Very lovely, and the cinematography is one of my favorite parts of this film. The acting as well, I thought was great. Uh, Karen Gillian is really starting to prove herself as a female lead action star. I mean, Jumanji, first and second one, she did great, but this, she blew it out of the park. Matt, I'm going to interrupt you here real quick. Did you get the MCU tie-in for this movie? Off the bat, I knew it before we watched the movie. Okay, how can you say that she's just starting... Uh, when I say just starting, it's more of along the lines of she's getting a starring role. So, for instance, in MCU, right. she's not a star. Jumanji. Okay, well, well, we'll get to that in a minute, right? Right. When you get the right, right. when we get that. Um, Jumanji. She's not a star. She's one of the four stars, but in this movie, she is front and center. She is the equivalent of Keanu Reeves in John Wick. She is the star. Period. No one else is. So that's what I mean by it. Gotcha. All right, Matt. Um, I think with that, I think I need to ask you a question. Uh, what are you drinking this uh, this fine morning, afternoon, or evening? <sighs> Good night. Oh, wait. That's Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am drinking just beers that I have in the fridge. It happens to be a Texas beer that I've drank several times so far. I'm drinking a Shinerbach. I love me some Shinerbachs. Oh, all right, man. Very good. Uh, I am uh, drinking a Voodoo Ranger uh, from New Belgium, and it's their uh, Juicy Hazy IPA. Hmm. Megs, I know you're not drinking an alcoholic beverage, but I know you're drinking something. I I am. I'm drinking some high-quality H2O here. Mm. Another Mm. wonderful film reference. Are you sure you don't earn the title of film nerd because you're laying it on pretty thick? Uh, I guess I just, I don't know. I have some big shoes to fill here. Yes, that was a great reference to uh, The Waterboy starring Adam Sandler. It was good. Thank you. Thank you, honey. So, now saying big shoes. No booze for me. A few more months. No, no booze. Hmm? Now, are you saying big shoes? Are you talking because Mike's feet are like clown feet? Big or... feet. Big shoes. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
<laughs> she was like, ah, whatever. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go yeah, along you, with Are it. you trying to make this a uh, phallic joke, Matt? No, actually, I really wasn't. I was just trying to say that you have large feet, but. Oh, okay. I mean, I feel like they're regular size. Okay. You're, but see, you have the same problem. Your foot is literally a foot like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not so bad. I think you have the bigger feet. I do. And you've always had trouble finding shoes. Not a anymore. Lot more trouble. L- no? Love yeah. the internets. You just order it on, on the lines? Mm-hmm. And then if it don't fit, they I send them back. I thought if it don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> Again, that's a, a, a different topic. That's another podcast that is not ours. <laughs> this is not the true crime podcast, Mike. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. All right. A uh, little OJ Simpson reference. All right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're done. Did you ever watch that show, by the way, the FX one? I watched... I Was that the one they put on uh, Netflix? Ne- uh, there, it might be on Netflix. There, it was either Netflix or Hulu, but it was very good. It had um, John Travolta in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the lawyer, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. It was on Netflix. I think it was originally on FX, though, but yeah. Netflix purchased it. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it as it came out on TV. I, I really thought they did a fantastic job. What mostly drew me towards it was the cast. I mean, Christ, they had a hell of a cast for that show. So, all right. So, here's the real question. Should I, I guess I'll ask it because he's the one that's supposed to do it, but I know now, and so do our listeners know, who really finds out the answer to this question mike and mags how does gunpowder milkshake relate to the marvel cinematic universe well maddie cakes thank you for asking uh I would like to go on record and say I was the first one to, <laughs> to notice this particular tie-in, and and it took my my wonderful husband a little bit of time to figure out this particular tie-in. But uh, it is Karen Gillan, the star of Gunpowder Milkshake. She is also Nebula, who is in several of the. Um, Marvel movies. I don't even know how many of them she's in, but she's in a lot of them. And with all that blue makeup, you know, and robotic stuff, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily know it was her. But uh, to me, it was her voice that gives it away. It's a very distinctive voice. Yep, she has a very distinctive voice, and uh, I've just known that it was Karen Gillian for ever because I don't know. I know probably too much about the Marvel Cinematic Universe at times. <laughs> can you really know too much about it though matt uh maybe because then when you go to trivia one night you can impress all your friends uh i have to have friends in the first place and then the second place i have to go to trivia too mm, right and you know the covid stuff is coming back it's rearing its ugly head so the world's gonna shut down again <sighs> sadly yeah it does appear that way I don't know how well the theaters are going to make out. I don't know. It's it's a little sad. It is. It is. I, I'm quite upset because uh, as we'll get to later on in this film, in this film, in this podcast, not in this film, there is 
a film we are going to see in the theaters, and hopefully that's still open by Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, Matt. But we we will we will hold off on announcing what that movie is until a little bit later. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Mags is the one that picked it. Because I wouldn't have picked it. Oh, she doesn't know. It looks like she doesn't know what movie it is. I, I picked it. Um, she does know. She just forgot. Oh, it's okay. A, I was going to uh, say. Uh, the Jungle Cruise. Damn it, oh, Mike. Yeah. You said you were going to hold off on it. <laughs> you baited me into it. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> You're a master <laughs> at that. <laughs> More than you know. More than you know. My forearms are just painfully large. Mm. You boys are fun. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we have her on the show to put us more oh, in yeah. line. No, no. <laughs> you guys are fun w- without being in line. Oh, okay, good. All right, good. But yeah, do, I'm just shocked you picked Jun- Jungle Cruise because I think that movie's just going to be absolute crap. But we'll find out on Friday because uh, mm-hmm. I talked uh, my significant other into actually going to the theater with me on Friday. So we'll see how that goes. Granted, it might not happen because it's only. It's still early in the week, so she has plenty of days to bail, but we'll see. Okay, Matt. Um, Well, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, You know, we've both been on that ride at at Disneyland or Disney World or or both, and it's pretty easy to kind of make a story out of that. So I think it's going to be fun and creative and, and good time. Emily Blunt, you know, The Rock. Should be good. They did cast it right, that's for sure. So can't go wrong, man. Those are two great actors. Um I think it's gonna be good. Okay, so speaking of that, let's get back into the gunpowder milkshake. Spoilers. Who would like to spoil first? So Matt, I really, really, really liked the fight scene about mid movie where our main character is uh disabled with her arms <laughs> in the dentist's and, office that's not yeah, a dentist's office it, yeah yeah that scene was fantastic i think the they they shot that so well and it was so neat to watch i just thought it was a it was a blast i thought it would be really fun to act it too like you gotta you gotta make sure you're not actually using the muscles in your arms she's just whipping them around oh yeah. <laughs> everywhere like Big limp jello spaghetti arms. It was, it was fun. It was funny. Uh, in the video game world, they call it ragdoll, right? Oh. Yes. She ragdolled oh. it. <laughs> Has, when right was the then. last time Mike fired up his Xbox? I truly could not tell you that. It was for the last update. When was the last update? Last week. <laughs> okay. It was one many moons ago before that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm just harassing you, Mike. One day we will play games again. It's okay. I don't have time to play either. So one day I will blow the dust off and finish Grand Theft Auto V, which is like a five or six-year-old game. So anyways, um, my favorite fight scene to continue the theme. I really liked the one of the more final fight scenes in the diner, mostly because it reminded me very much of The Matrix crossed with that really fun scene from the other guys 
where they kept rotating the camera around and it's taken forever and there's so much going on. If you're not paying attention at 10 different spots, you're going to miss something. I really like that scene. I thought that was great. Yes, it was extremely over the top. How the hell did someone smuggle in a couple of machetes? Like in, I guess, <laughs> maybe on his back or something. I don't know. Everybody had knives, but they literally used a milkshake to kill a dude. I mean, awesome. So much fun. Yeah. That was that was well shot. Very well choreographed, too. Yeah. Um, Matt, I think that diner was supposed to be kind of like the... Uh, was it the colonial uh, in John Wick where it was supposed to be like off limits? Right. No man's land, no for... guns or anything. Right. Yeah. But um, there were an awful lot of weapons. Obviously, there can be exceptions. I don't know. There was tons of weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- that's one thing. I wish there was a little bit more buildup in this film, uh, an explanation on what's going on. It was really long. To begin with, in my opinion, it was over two hours. It started out strong. The middle kind of dragged. And then it finished really strong. I think they could have spent a little bit more time at the editing floor uh, getting some of the useless crap out of it. But that's my personal opinion. I don't know. You're right. It was kind of long. But I felt it it added to the story. I like seeing a lot of the stuff with the librarians and things and some of the stuff maybe could have been a little less, but I don't know. I thought it was fine. Oh, I love the librarians, man. I would have liked a lot more on the librarians. Like uh, after reading on IMDb for a little bit and getting the podcast website and stuff ready, um, Lena Headey's character is supposed to be the leader of like the librarians and she abandoned all the other ones. And that's why they're all pissed at her because she was like the head librarian or something. There's no explanation of that in the film, like whatsoever. So it makes a little bit more sense. There's a lot of no explanation in this film, but I, you know, that's kind of like John wick, you know, there's a lot of no explanation. You just kind of guess at what's going on. Um, And I kind of, think that's fun. I think it kind of leaves the door open. There were a lot of things about this movie that left the door open for a sequel. And if they don't ever do a sequel, you get to kind of make of it what you will. Now, some people love that. Some people hate that about movies, you know? <laughs> um, I guess it depends on the movie for me. I I, I like being able to kind of um, pick what I think the backstory was about some of the things. Um, I would have loved to hear more about it and see more about it. But like you said, it was two hours. So, you know, how much could they <laughs> do I de- backstory? I definitely think there's going to be a sequel. Uh, when, who knows? But I definitely think they'll make a sequel because I think it's doing well on Netflix. It's uh, been in the top 10 on my queue and everything that I've seen when I've clicked on Netflix the past few days. Um uh, about the building up of the background, a lot of that background information we have from John Wick is because there's three films now. You know, they keep building right. and building and building the lore. So I think maybe, you know, when we get a second and possibly a third one, we'll probably know a heck of a lot more than we do today. Mm-hmm. I think one of the strongest um, reasons for the potential for a sequel is because a little eight year old, I'm sorry, eight and three quarters year old girl. <laughs> Uh, in this movie, that really kind of sets it up for the next generation of these assassin women, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I just 
I had a blast with this movie, man. I, I didn't really know what to expect, man. Uh, I'll be honest, the name, the title, <laughs> to me is not the best way to sell this movie. It's very much like a comic book title without a comic book or without the lore behind the comic book. It's just kind of a goofy title for a really badass action film. You know, maybe if they would have called it The Librarians or... I don't know, something else like that. Maybe it'd be a little bit better, but I agree. Yeah, I d- <laughs> when Mike was like, do you want to watch this movie? It's called Gunpowder Milkshake. I, I was very much like, uh, what? <laughs> so, yes, it's an odd title. But once you watch the movie, you know, they, they do, it kind of makes sense. I mean, there is, milkshakes kind of take a a little bit of a role in this movie. A murderous role. A little, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well. That's for like a half of a second. But I think that's just something to do with the diner and the young female assassins or would-be assassins because it does keep reoccurring throughout. In the backstory, in the present day, uh, you keep seeing, you know, the diner and how important that is to this world. And the milkshake is Mm -hmm. clearly a product at the diner. And it was interesting if you take a look in the back uh, at some of the scenes in the diner, there's some interesting words and things on the uh, menu. There's like fight and like, you know, all kinds of fun little quirky things. Didn't notice that. They're out of focus. It's kind of hard to read, but. Yeah, that, that that's interesting. I mean, part of uh, a lot of the stylized parts of this movie were interesting because it's like there's several times when you go to the diner and it's raining. And, you know, that's kind of like it's going to be a rough like sad or or something's going on there different and then other times you go there and it's like sunset and it's like they're they're very meticulously chosen what what is happening when you go there so like there's a lot of like things like that in this movie like when you go to the doctor's office everything's like super super white like it's it's uh color was very used very fluorescent yeah very the bowling alley Mm -hmm. boy oh boy Mm -hmm. that was fluorescent oh i loved that the name of it was gutterball yeah Yeah. (laughs) and she put on that jacket and wore it for the rest of the movie that was pretty good yeah that was good too although her first outfit was pretty interesting the typical assassin big long leather trench coat with a big giant funky hat that really hid who she was but yeah, as the female perspective here, I saw that outfit and I was like, "Seriously, guys, like, come on." <laughs> it was that was Matrix, right? Coming <laughs> who's out. Who's gonna Who's gonna fight in that? Like, yeah. Now uh, she, it, it was like a like a jumper, like a full body s- sort of suit that she was wearing with some weird boots and uh, I mean, it's a movie, so you know they get to dress the characters however the heck they want to dress them. So you're you're more about the jacket and the the uh, yeah. shorts, yeah, more practical. Yeah, I'm a I'm a shorts and t-shirt kind of gal. I'm definitely not a stylistic woman. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I think that the the bowling jacket is much more up my alley. Oh, oh that's it, Mike. Dad jokes. You're replaced. She's got better jokes Boom. than you. Dude, she's got so many dad jokes. She 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 kills me. Like, uh, I mean, I I got nothing. Yeah, it's mom jokes now. Yep, it's mom jokes. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, listener. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> 
Yeah, I'm full of those. So if you don't like those, we're not going to be friends. So if you want to send in your mom jokes, mags yes, at please. Real Film Nerds. <laughs> please. I love terrible jokes, especially punny ones. They're great. Okay, so not punny jokes. How many reels? Ooh. I'm I'm coming out strong. I'm giving this movie four reels. Wow. Yeah. Four reels. Is Mike going to be the surprise shocker and give high reels again, much like last week with four and a half? Jude, seriously, I, I don't remember the last time you gave a four and a half. I know. I didn't either. So I decided that I just, I need to, you know, I don't know, but I also enjoyed that movie quite a bit, and I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Maybe it's just uh, right now. You're enjoying I'm, life. I'm enjoying life. Yes, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this four reels uh, from from me. Well, you know what's really awesome about this is that this is only going to be like one sentence in the description that I have to write for the podcast later on today. Because I also give it four out of five reels because I freaking loved it. Whoa! Yay! Wow! All right. Well, see, you you were you were you were playing us. You were trying to say that you didn't like this movie. No, yeah. I liked it a lot. There's just several things that I wasn't a huge fan of that could have been tightened up and could have been fixed. But overall, I mean, Mike and I harp about it all the time. Story is a big part. This had a wonderful mm. story. For me, um, being a super visual person, uh, style and cinematography is huge, and that really was great in this film, and that brought it up for me. And then third's probably acting, and the acting was very good, too. I mean, look at the star-studded cast in this. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, I totally agree. I thought that the story, and when I listen to your podcast, you guys, I'm, I'm completely in agreement with you. The story is so important. If the story sucks, doesn't matter how good the cinematography is, doesn't matter how great, great the acting is, the movie's going to suck. And this story was really good. And especially because it was all chicks kicking ass. And I loved that. <laughs> Seriously. There's even, they called the, the, the guys who were supposed to be the men um, who were also supposed to be assassins and stuff. They called them boneheads. Yeah. And they totally acted like boneheads, and it was it was great. Oh, and I thought it was kind of ridiculous how they hauled them around in a school bus. Oh, oh yeah, those guys, yep. 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 It was just like, yeah, so clearly, you know, this movie knows exactly what these guys are. They are cannon fodder. Let's just make sure we have enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the scene, the second scene, um, you know, with the the fight and her arms are numb, but it was great because the characters in that were all like uh, high on the the nitrous oxide. Oh yeah, and it, it was just it was a fun. <laughs> was. They 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 did that stuff great, man. That was that was just a fun scene. Like it was funny to watch. You know, yeah, they're literally in the middle of killing people, but it's funny. They're laughing. <laughs> Was, I'm laughing about it now. It was good. It was and good. And the dentist is trying to reprimand him, and then he's like, "This is this is for pain." And then he takes a big old huff too. So, yeah, good times. <laughs> good times. Everybody loves laughing yeah. gas. Yeah. And uh, the the scene before that, that at the bowling alley, where it's you know her against the the three boneheads, she's just taking them to the cleaners. I per I particularly enjoyed when she used a bowling ball. And like bowled into one of the guy's faces, knocked him out. 
that was good. Yeah, uh, I think one thing I forgot to talk about in spoilers was the uh, the use of the universal uh, monsters uh, outfits for the other robber guys. Oh, yeah. The ones that had uh, like Dracula and Frankenstein and Wolfman. I thought that was great. And I thought that was kind of original. But we knew nothing about why they knew that this guy had access to like so much money. And like it was a little bit, I mean, I guess it's just cloaked in mystery like a lot of the movie has. But they also didn't put up much of a fight. Like that seemed a little like there was like kind of a decent buildup for them. And then it was like kind of terrible. They like ran into the, well, I guess there was infighting, but it just seemed kind of lackluster for that part. That was lackluster, but it ended up making it kind of funny because she just got to, she's, you know, she's chasing these guys down, going back after the money that they just stole. And she doesn't have to do anything. She literally just stands back and watches while they kill each other. It was great. Yeah, lets them finish the job. She uses her brain, which is rare in action movies. What a beautiful weapon to use. A smart woman's brain. It's great. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, because usually it's guys and we got no brain. I plead the fifth. <laughs> it's just, you know, sometimes the blood's flowing to the wrong brain on you folks. So just just saying. Too much testosterone. Is this going back to earlier? Uh, uh, with me riding on the back? No. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that comes to a close of the old Real Film Nerds podcast episode number 231 Gunpowder Milkshake next week Mike's pick Jungle Cruise Rock Emily Blunt only in theaters or you can pay a really giant fee to Disney Plus yeah it's like Disney Plus Plus because you pay for the service and then you pay again it's good it's nice how does Disney make money man I don't know they make a lot of money. What They're doing well. I don't think they're hurting whatsoever. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm I'm stoked for this one, Matt. This, this might be one of those movies that's like Pirates of the Caribbean, which I thought would be absolute garbage and was great. Now, the rest of the ones aren't so great, but the first one was great. Dude, that first one was fan-freaking-tastic. It's... Johnny Depp was a major factor of that, but I love how much of the ride they snuck in in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It was just, it was gold. I mean, because everybody just related to it so easily. That's one we probably should put down on our uh, uh, future reviews when we get back to doing legacies. It's been a while since we've done a legacy, but there's just so much freaking content coming out. It's hard to say no to new stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially being summer and kind of the summer of of more open things, you know, so they're just trying to get everything off the books and trying to make some money. You know, they these studios have been sitting on these movies for a year or more, depending on the different movies. Like, the actors probably don't even remember they were in it. Interesting thing. My brother-in-law were talking about it uh, before I hopped on the pod. Speaking of which... Uh, you know, I was just down there this weekend for the game. And uh, here, Mike, just to show you how many more I have to go. You know, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. 
But um, for those who can't see, he just held up probably like forty claims. of these of, digital. Of what the heck do you call them? Yeah. Yes, claims. thank you, digital, digital claims. claims. Yeah. Whoa, yep, folks. He buys a lot of movies. But uh, my brother-in-law was pointing out that uh, all the new movies this year that have come out, like A Quiet Place 2, um, Spiral, stuff like that, that was supposed to come out last year, and it's just now coming out that the Blu-ray releases are literally like 30 days from the day they release in the theater because there's just warehouses full of these Blu-rays that have been ready to go since last year. Oh, man, that's crazy. It's not a problem you really think about. No, I didn't yeah, even yeah. think of that. And he he's right on the money. Yeah, and I'm sure they're just trying to offload like there's, you know, several reasons, right? They spent all these money money to make the Blu-rays and they're just sitting, gathering dust, taking up space that they have to rent. So anything they can to get rid of them. So the the 30-day window might just start to be kind of permanent, you know, where 30 days from when the movie comes out in the theater, it might be available on on Blu-ray. I, I know the video on demand kind of has something like that, but I don't remember the exact window. But the windows are getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. So pay attention I remember. because you might be able to Back pick up some day. of these movies fairly inexpensively, uh, fairly quickly in the stores, you know, at Target and Walmart and stuff. So interesting. Do you, do you guys remember when, you know, back... Way back when, in the Stone Age, when you had to go to the video rental store to rent yourself a movie, it was a, a solid year from the time that movie came out in the movie theater to the time it was out on VHS. Yes, folks, VHS, that's a thing, or it was a thing. <laughs> uh, you know, it was a long time. Now we've got 30-day gaps. It's crazy. Mike and I remember that very vividly. We used to have specific days, Fridays, we would go and rent movies. And uh, if Blockbuster didn't have it, no. We typically would hit Hastings first, and then Blockbuster was closer to our house, so it depended how far we wanted to ride our bikes. But we'd always hit them both up on Fridays and rent at least Riding something. bikes, yeah. 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 Yep. Good stuff. On like Tuesdays, it was like $1 rental days for us. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, man. Hastings, Hastings was the jam, and it was 49 cents. Ooh. Yep. 49 cents. That's how we saw so many movies growing up. <laughs> no longer. Now you pay Disney Plus plus $40 million to watch things immediately right in the convenience of your own home. No riding bikes anymore, folks. Nope. <laughs> to the video store. Miss those days. Yeah, yeah, Matt. The internet was invented, but was not widely available at the time, especially in our little town. It, it, it was not going to be making its way to us for a few more years. Hey, we but, used it. It just was 28.8 for way longer than it should have been. But Well, yeah, and also the internet of, of that day was uh, text yeah, with little teeny pictures. Yep. But <laughs> <laughs> so you could do a lot with those pictures. You just had to, you know, very pixelated. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'm getting a look. Do I want to know what you're referencing here, man? When we were Cakes? playing video games. I don't games. think so. Right, Mike? Oh, all right. Quake? All right. <laughs> yes, video games in, in, in chat. Remember instant chat? IRC? Yep. Man, it's good times. IRC, man. AIM. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I had the one uh, ICQ. I had the one that did like all of them, 
because there were so many chats coming out, it was hard to manage all of them. I was thinking about that the other day. Our names f- that we had are what they call gamer tags now, you know, and that's how Mike used to wish me happy birthday in school. You remember that? Was by your gamer tag? Yep. I did it a couple times too. Which was? Mine was awesome. It was Alien X. My... Alien X? Yep. Alien All with right. three dashes and then a big X. And Mike, what was yours? <clears throat> um, I I can't remember. How do you not remember? It was voodoo. He's got a big grin on his you face. Goober. It was voodoo, but he didn't know how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not much has changed there, honey. Nope. <laughs> yeah, you can tell the school taught me lots. Yeah. Sure did. Arizona public schools. Mine, <laughs> mine was uh, go insane, and you could either use that. For going sane or go insane. I thought I was super clever. It, it is. It is very clever. It is. Mm. It is yeah. Yeah. And then, Thanks. Guys. And then Mike, Mike's current gamer tag is a combination of movie characters. That's true, man. And mine is related to my former career, so... <laughs> yes, that's that's also yep. true. I, I don't I don't think I want to drop it in case to you know we have uh, uh, any kind of people that want to be my friend and I'm never on the Xbox. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I could use friends on Xbox. I don't have many, but yeah, mine's uh mine's paparazzi killer. Nice. Yeah, because I did not like the paparazzi. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, I think we've jabbered enough. I, I, we're getting better at putting our jabbering at the end of the pod, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I I concur with your assessment. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes there is some jabbering that goes on between you two, like <clears throat> anal scrubbing, itching, scratching, scratching, <laughs> anal scratching. From a couple pods ago, that was that was a fun little detour you took out all the listeners on. Made me chuckle. Real film nerd well, episode well, number two hundred and twenty nine, I think two hundred twenty eight, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, re- remember the time you asked me about if a fart had ever woken me up <laughs> from my sleep? Yes, that was one of the best <laughs> discussions ever. <laughs> It's one of my favorites. Matt, uh, <laughs> whether it was the noise or the smell. <laughs> Matt, do you want to ask me if I've ever been woken up? Yeah. So, Max, have you ever been woken up by the smell or the noise of one of Mike's farts? <laughs> Last night. <laughs> Last night. Now, which one Last was it? Night. Do I want to know? Did you have to run to the bathroom? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Do you want to know? Do you boys want to know which one it was? <laughs> well, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> oh, was if this? I had to guess, if I had to guess, I'm going just knowing Mike and growing up with him, I'm going smell <laughs> all day long. Yep. Oh, yeah. It was the smell. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, we have we have fun. <laughs> Sounds like it. I, I'm 
really glad I'm not, I'm missing out on some of that. No, I'm talking about this podcast. Oh, okay. where this is fun. I'm oh uh, yes, I'm laughing and it's it's fun. Well, good. <laughs> anyway, we've jibber jabbered enough now, right? Is yeah, that, that- sure. <laughs> I think Why not? so. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, our, uh, look forward to next week's pod with um, Emily Blunt and The Rock uh, Jungle Cruise reviewing that. And I guess with that, Matt, we'll uh, let everybody go. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, uh, you know, go out there, catch some movies, uh, either on the streaming over the internets or, uh, you know, at the theater. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Here we go. Do, 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 do. The theater music. I love it. Do, 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 do. What do you think? You like that music? It's, it's free. It's upbeat. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Everyone says it reminds them of Seinfeld. He's here, the one, the only, Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast on Magic 99.1. Good morning, Matty. Hi, Eliza. <laughs> Is that what I sound like? No. No. <laughs> I, that's from It. Oh, yeah. Nice. I liked it. You're one of your eyebrows raised when you did it. You too. liked it. Huh? I liked it, it a good, lot. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It showed enthusiasm, a little bit of sarcasm, all rolled up into a, uh, a a hefty hello. I mean, I got these nice, pretty pink flowers next to me. How can I not be enthusiastic? Yeah, they look lovely. They just they, do. they compliment you. They for match sure. my black shirt. They really do. They pop. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm okay. Okay, great. You saw a movie over the weekend that you're going to share with us, correct? On the Netflix. On the, the Netflix. The Gunpowder Milkshake. Gunpowder milkshake tell me what'd you think it's a john wick ripoff it is it is so if you've seen john wick don't bother no i think you'll enjoy it it's uh you might you definitely will not like it because it's non-stop action from start to finish i don't mind the action i don't like the violence okay well there's lots of violence okay. with the action okay lots of <laughs> violent <murder>. action <laughs> okay yeah no they'll probably pass on Gunpowder milkshake. So the it has a lot of action at the start. It kind of lulls in the middle, and then it just has this massive finale of yeah. pure action and violence. Death. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So um, it's it's a woman power kind of assassin film, very much in women the vein killers. Of, yeah. They're okay. Female well, assassins. They work for this organization called The Firm. The Firm kind of goes up against them. It's very reminiscent of the John Wick world. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have an area where they go and get their various things to help them do their murdering. Yeah. And it's called The Library. That's very reminiscent of John Wick and Uh the the hotel that he has in there that he goes to and stays and all that stuff. So it it was good. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. The action is incredible. It's very good. Uh, uh, Karen Gillian did a very good job. She's quickly becoming an action star, which is nice. That's cool. And then um, Lena Headey from uh, uh, Game of Thrones plays her mom, which was a little weird because they're not the same that age. Much, yeah, they're not that <laughs> much different in right, age. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I had a great cast. I would have liked to see a little bit more Paul Giamatti in it, but yeah, I don't know. You get what you get. You get but, what you get. But it was entertaining. It's definitely worth a watch. I think it would have been fun in the theater just because of all the action. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 
you know, if you like John Wick, you like these hardcore action assassin movies. Uh, yeah, I say check it out. One thing I really liked is they how they shot it. It was very dreamy, very mm. like dreamlike, very storybook, very colorful, just very interesting how yeah. they shot it. Um, one thing I didn't like, they had a very good soundtrack, but they had this one like theme song. And they keep playing it repeatedly, and it starts getting really obnoxious oh, towards the end of the movie. And okay. it's like, okay, great. Well, here comes the action, because here comes the things, yeah. theme song, you know? Okay. All right. So, well, how many rules are you going to give it? I, I might be a little high, but I had fun. I enjoyed it. I give it four. Four you out of five. Four yeah. out of five. That is yeah. high. Wow. It's a little high, but I, I enjoy it. Okay, you know, fair it's, enough. It's cool seeing you know, a bunch of ladies really kick some butt. Yes, well, that part I would like, for yeah. sure. Okay, very good. Again, that was called uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. You can catch it on Netflix. Yep. And what are we going to talk about next week? So next week, it is my co-host's pick. Right. And we are going to have to go to the theaters. I feel like he's becoming a wussy in his old age. <laughs> he is, what do you think? He wants to go see The Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Well, who doesn't want to see The Jungle Cruise? The Rock is in it. Well, so what? <laughs> I love The Rock, but it's not rock. Fast and Furious. Yeah, no, it is not. It is not. Okay. Well, I like Emily Blunt, and I'm pretty sure that's why he picked it, because he really sure likes Emily right. Blunt. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I bet you'll enjoy so, it. Give it a give it a gander. We'll, f- we'll find out. i got to carve out some time there to go, go see it. Maybe yes. I'll just go like Friday morning or something. I don't know. Perfect. That I'll will work. I'll just skip out on work. I'll play hooky. There you go. Yeah. That's a good thing to do. All, All right. right, very good. Check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Maddie, as always, thanks for coming in. Lisa, it was a pleasure. Y- you're welcome. <laughs>